Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from. Welcome to Inspired by the Word Global Times of Devotion. First of all, I'd like to use this opportunity to thank esteemed Amarakma for this opportunity leading this session of intercession praise. Thank you so much, Ma. God bless you. And I love you so dearly. Esteemed family, right away, we'll go ahead and intercede for our military bodies and security agencies all over the nations of the world. We pray for those who occupy the various leadership positions in these sectors and intelligence agencies, that the wisdom of God is at work in them, and the spirit of excellence is at work in them, that they are not tossed to and fro by wicked men and women who want to hijack our military and security agencies for their selfish and wicked purposes. Esteemed family, we pray and declare peace, peace with prosperity all over the nations of the world. That as far as we are here, there is peace. As far as we are on this earth, there is peace all over the nations that we enjoy the goodness of God. Esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from, kindly unmute your mic and intercede fervently for the security and military bodies all over the nations of the world. Thank <laughs> you. 
Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for all our security agencies and military bodies all over the nations of the world. We pray especially for the leaders, those who occupy vital security positions, that the wisdom of God is at work in them. We pray that those who are not saved, even now, their salvation for them. They receive the Lordship of Jesus Christ. We come against unnecessary confrontation between nations. We come against the production of nuclear wars. We come against the usage of hard power in the international space. Such things come to a halt. Such things are stopped in the mighty name of Jesus. Our military bodies and security agencies, they are not hijacked by evil and wicked men, that this state has no power over our security agencies. Oh, Heavenly Father, peace, we declare peace, peace in the various borders of nations, that there is peace for the safe movement of goods and services, movement of people from one nation to the other. There is peace that we enjoy the goodness of God in the various nations. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for an answered prayer. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Esteemed family, right away, we move on to our next prayer segment. And we are praying for the nations who have elections in this year, 2023. And today we are praying for the nation of Paraguay. Paraguay will have their general election on the 30th of April, 2023. So we'll be praying for the nation that the election will be free and fair. We'll come against any form of rigging, any form of corruption, any form of stealing of ballot boxes, any form of political violence in the country. We'll come against such vices in the mighty name of Jesus. We also declare that Paraguay is delivered from wicked and unreasonable men during this election. We'll pray that any evil that will be that they are planning to perpetrate in these elections in Paraguay will come to a halt. That those who want to use their money to invest in evil vices, that even now their wealth is snatched away from them. We pray for young people in Paraguay that they are not used by evil men and women to cause havoc, to cause violence, to cause vigilantism in Paraguay. Esteemed family, Depend on wherever you are connected from, kindly unmute your mics and intercede fervently for the nation of Paraguay. That even in this year, as they elect a new leader, they elect a leader who will enforce the will of God in the country, a leader who will make sure that there is peace in the country, a leader who is not sponsored by the deep state. Esteemed family, kindly unmute your mic and intercede fervently. Pashiki <laughs> 
Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for the nation of Paraguay. Father, we pray, we thank you for the forthcoming election in Paraguay, which will be held on the 30th of April, 2023. We declare that this election is free and fair. We proclaim that Paraguay is rid of any form of rigging and corruption in the election. We declare that there is peace and prosperity during the election in Paraguay. Salvation and righteousness is exalted through this election in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We even pray for the two candidates that will be contesting in this election, Santiago Penal and Efren Ariga, that even now we pray that they are saved, that they will accept the results of their elections wholeheartedly. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray for every young person in Paraguay. We declare that they are delivered from wicked and unreasonable men during this election. The young people are not used to perpetrate evil and wickedness during the election. They are not used to cause violence during this election in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare that the plans and counsel of the deep state is neutralized and liquidated and brought to naught in Paraguay in the mighty name of Jesus. No corpse individual with evil intentions who will see or have access to the seat of government in Paraguay in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Anyone who is planning to use their money, who is planning to use their wealth to cause havoc, to cause violence in this upcoming elections, even now their wealth is snatched away from them in the mighty name of Jesus. They are silenced in the mighty name of Jesus. They proceed no further in the mighty name of Jesus. There is confusion in their camps. There is confusion in their camp. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we proclaim great peace and unending prosperity over Paraguay. And we frustrate the works of ungodly men who capture the souls of nations to subject them to poverty. We bless the people of Paraguay with the blessings of our Lord Jesus Christ that make us rich and add no sorrow to it. This election in Paraguay will be a testimony all over the nations of the world. It will be a testimony all over the nations of the world. We even come against post-election vices, whereby there'll be, there won't be peace because of election results. We come against such instances in the mighty name of Jesus. Post-election in Paraguay will be peaceful, will be peaceful. The one who will be elected, who enforce the will of God. God, in the mighty name of Jesus, the man elected by God will be elected on that day, in the mighty name of Jesus, peace and prosperity in Paraguay, peace and prosperity in Paraguay, this election will be a yastic for other nations, for other neighboring nations, for all over the nations of the world, this election will and a yardstick for other nations to copy in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for an answered prayer. In Jesus' name we have 
prayed. Amen. Amen. Once again, I would like to use this opportunity to thank Esteem Amakama for this opportunity to lead in this session of intercessory prayers. Thank you so much, Ma. God bless you and I love you so dearly. I also want to thank the prayer team, Esteem Pastor Deborah Ma and Esteem sister Dr. Kelvin Erisma for this opportunity. Esteemed family, thank each and every one of you for availing yourself to intercede for the military and security bodies of our various nations and also towards the election in Paraguay on the 30th of April 2023. Indeed, we have caused significant changes in the realm of the spirits which will be manifested in the physical realm. God bless each and every one of you for watching the nations with your words and the Clarifications. I love you all. God bless each and every one of you. I'll now hand over to esteemed Sister Mutin Tama to take us for the praise and worship segment before our absolute review. Over to you, esteemed Ma. God bless you. Brandy Kiboshara Kabasata Kabaya, Liki Balakos, the Brandy Kiboshara Kabasiti Kabakabaya, Liba Kasiti Kibashanta Karabaya. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for your name. Ma, for the name of Jesus, Liba Kasata Karabashata, Lika Balakasata Karabaya. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the power that is in your name. Makazika Balakabashandi Kibrandi Kibosa Karabaya, Lika Bashanta Karabaya. Just go ahead and worship the Lord. Ma Siki Baliga Bashanta Karabaya. Leba kazata karabashanta makazika pala kazeleke pakashata kabaya far above principalities far above all powers far above the rule of darkness that's how powerful your name is faster than the speed of thoughts beyond solutions no man can imagine literally candidly that's how powerful your name is Far above principalities, far above all power, far above the rule of darkness. That's how powerful your name is, faster than the speed of thought. Beyond solutions, no man can imagine. Literally, candidly, that's how powerful your name is. No other name was given to us. But your name, Lord Jesus, oh Lord Jesus, whatever we bind on earth is bound in your name. 
Oh, no other name was given to us but your name, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus, whatever we lose on earth is loosed in your name. Far above principality. Far above all power, far above the rule of darkness. That's how powerful your name is. Faster than the speed of thought, beyond solutions no man can imagine. Literally, candidly, that's how powerful your name is. No other name was given to us but your name, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus, whatever we bind on earth, He's bound in your name. We have the keys to the kingdom of heaven. No other name was given to us but your name, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus, whatever we lose on earth is loosed in your name. Unraveled authority in all the universe is vested in your name, Lord Jesus. Salvation and glory, the greatest power, are wrapped up in your name, Lord Jesus. Unraveled authority in all the universe is vested in your name, Lord Jesus. Salvation and glory, the greatest power, all wrapped up in your name, Lord Jesus. No other name was given to us, but your name, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus, whatever we find on earth is bound in your name. We have the keys to the kingdom of heaven. No other name was given to us but your name, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. Whatever we lose on earth is loosed in your name. And authority in all the universe is vested in your name, Lord Jesus. Salvation and glory, the greatest power 
all wrapped up in your name, oh Jesus. Unraveled authority in all the universe. Is this dead in your name, Lord Jesus? Salvation and glory, the greatest power. All wrapped up in your name, oh Jesus. Unraveled authority in all the universe. Is this in your name, oh Jesus? Salvation and glory, the greatest power. All wrapped up in your name, oh Jesus. Unraveled authority in all the universe is dead in your name, oh Jesus. Salvation and glory, the greatest power. I'll wrap up in your name, oh Jesus. No other name was given to us but your name oh jesus oh lord jesus whatever we bind on earth is found in your name we have a kiss of the kingdom of heaven no other name was given to us but your name, Lord Jesus, oh Lord Jesus, whatever we lose on earth is lost in your name. I'm authority in all the universe. Invested in your name, Lord Jesus. Salvation and glory, the greatest power. I'll wrapped up in your name, oh Jesus. Unraveled authority in all the universe. It's in your name, oh Jesus. Salvation and glory, the greatest power. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Heavenly Father, we thank you. You are the God of justice. You are the God of truth. You are the God of peace. You are the God of love. You are the one who rules over the affairs of men with mercy, compassion, with righteousness and justice across the nations of the earth. Lord, we thank you. Even today we prayed concerning the forthcoming elections for Paraguay, as we've prayed for other nations. Oh, you've told us again and again that prayer makes it possible for you to do what you would not have done had we not prayed. Oh, yesterday during the global times of prayer with the man of God, he said, when we pray, you will not give the people the leader they deserve, but you will give them the leaders that you want.
the leaders that are according to your will. And these are prayers for all these nations with the forthcoming election. We know that the devil has planted his candidates. We know that the deep state have their candidates selected. But dear Lord God, you will turn their devices into foolishness and you will magnify your perfect will in the nations of the earth because the nations are yours and their people. Yes, you rule over the nations with righteousness and peace. So it is, Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you for the privilege of worship. Thank you for the privilege of fellowship. Thank you for this inspired by the word family. Thank you for that which you have given us. We don't take it lightly. We don't take it for granted. We thank you, Lord. You are gracious and you are kind. And we love you, Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah to our God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, esteemed family. Welcome to another time of devotion. Always a pleasure to be here. Always a great time of fellowship with you all. To our Father, yes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, esteemed sister Tina. Thank you, esteemed sister Mutinta, for the sessions. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'll quickly go into the Rhapsody of Realities for today. Today is Wednesday, 11th, January, 2023. Manifesting Fruits of Righteousness is the title of today's devotional article. Praise God. We can read together. It's on your screen. Being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God. We find that in Ephesians 1 and verse 11, Jesus said, Wherefore by their fruits ye shall know them. Matthew 7 and verse 20. You can't have fruits of something you are not. I a cause. Ala fire That statement can change your life forever. You can't have fruits of something you are not. An orange tree can only produce orange fruits. So our theme verse is letting you know that if you are righteous, you have fruits of righteousness. In John 15 and verse 5, Jesus said, I am the vine, ye are the branches. And as common knowledge, the beauty of a tree is in its branches. Being the branch of Jesus Christ means you carry the beauty of the Son of God. Hallelujah. You are the few fruits bearing part of the vine and you bear fruits of righteousness. That's what your life is about, the manifestation of his righteousness. You've been established as a tree of righteousness to produce fruits and works of righteousness, meaning that the things that come out of your life, your words and your actions, they bring praise and glory to God. You know, as a Christian, you can be found in acts, in a way of life that doesn't bring praise and glory to God. You can. You know, that first, um, that statement there, he said, you can't have fruits of something you are not. You know, in our study of the book of Proverbs, one of the things that is being instilled into us 
are godly characters. Not because they are not they. Because everything that we have in Christ Jesus is inside of us. For instance, pastor will let us know that patience is inside of you. Love is inside of you. There is nobody that is not capable of love. Do you notice that even an arm robber, even a ritualist that is taking other people's life has that one person that they love. Some of them is their mother. Some of them, they have a woman in their lives, maybe a girlfriend or a wife. They have that woman. That means they have the ability to love. Amidst all the wickedness, there's still love inside them. It tells you that indeed man was made in God's image. So even the character that you are not manifesting, he's inside you. He's inside you. He said we were created as trees of righteousness, producing fruits and works of righteousness. You are righteous. Righteousness is your nature. It's inside of you. But maybe nobody has shown you the mirror for you to see that this is who you are so that you can become. Pastor said, in the, in the Old Testament, the children of Israel were asked to obey. That was in the Holy Spirit, the greatest gift of a believer, right? He said, the children of Israel are asked to obey. He said, but in the New Testament, the picture is given to you so that you can become. The picture is shown to you so that you can become. So that in looking, you become. You've been established as a tree of righteousness to produce fruits and works of righteousness, meaning that the things that come out of your life, your words and actions, your words and actions bring praise and glory to God. Isaiah 61 verse 3 calls us trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord of hosts that he might be glorified. He planted us for his glory. You are in Zambia for the glory of God. You are in that community in Zimbabwe for the glory of God. You are in Anambra state in Nigeria so that the glory of God will be magnified in that location. So that the people that are there would suddenly hear about you in this 2023. This prolific you and say, ah, this is God. Oh, my life will bring praise to God in 2023. Every time that people will remember me, every time they will think about me, every time that my name will come up, it will be for praise and for glory. To the name of the Lord, it will be for praise and for glory. It will not be for shame. It will not be so somebody will say and they say they are Christians. No, 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 no. That will not be my life. It will be for praise and for glory because I'm a tree of righteousness and I'm producing fruits of righteousness. I'm producing works of righteousness. My works are righteous. My works are righteous. My fruits are righteous. The planting of the Lord of hosts that he may be glorified. God's glory and excellence are expressed through you. The people of the world should see you. Oh, shall I take And recognize the excellence and elegance of the spirit. You know, this, this, this statement is both instructive and prophetic. How are the people of the world supposed to see you if your life is not prolific this year? It's telling you, you know, it's, it's like that scripture that said, you are, um, you, you are like light that has been set upon a city top. And he said, shine, shine. Matthew 5, right? 
If you read in the mes message translation, he's literally asking you to shine. He's telling you, don't, 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 do not not shine, shine. This is that year. To be prolific means to stand out. It is to be noticeable. That's why Forsythia is one of the things we're studying. You cannot hide Forsythia. Like Forsythia is telling you, show yourself, shine. Is it a city that is set upon a hill? Shine. Bring glory to God. It's a God's glory and excellence are expressed through you. The people of the world should see you and recognize the excellence and elegance of the spirit. You might want to check out the words excellence and elegance so you know what God is asking of you in 2023. He say you must show forth excellence. You must show forth elegance. Elegance also talks about your physical dressing. Are you elegant? When Jesus restored sight to the blind, unstopped deaf ears, deaf ears, healed the crippled, raised the dead, fed the hungry, comforted the afflicted, and spoke divine words to encourage the and bless people. He was manifesting fruits of righteousness. As he is, so are we in this world. Glory to his name forever and ever. In the name of the Lord Jesus, look at that last paragraph. He's telling you the story of your life in 2023. You will heal the blind. You will, you will give sight to the blind. You will heal deaf ears in 2023. Crippled people, people who could not walk. They will say, is it multiple cirrhosis? Whatever it is that the doctors call it. Lumbar, whatever, whatever they call it. You will cause them to walk in 2023. You would raise the dead. It must be in your result. It must be in your certificate of 2023 that you raise the dead. You know, I once thought about what is in your report card. Do you remember when I taught you about that? What is in your report card? When we went to school, at the end of the term, at the end of the session, rather, after the whole year, you know, when we've written the promotional exam, we all come home as kids with our report cards and we'll bring our report cards to our parents. In our report cards, we're documented the highlights of that year in school. What will be in your report card for 2023? Let raising the dead be there. Feed the hungry. Feed the hungry. Let the inner city feel your impact this year. Remember we talked about building schools, building schools as individuals, building the Lovewood Medical Centers as individuals, comforting the afflicted, the afflicted by accident. They will have the Lovewood Medical Center to be able to attend to them in a godly environment, in an, envir and an environment where drugs are not just administered. There are doctors who are speaking in tongues and speaking lives to their bodies. So it's not so much about the drug than so much about the words of life and the spirit of life that is in the environment of that hospital. Imagine having the Lord Hospital in every city, every city, every city. What manner of world would we have? And you know, yesterday I was meditating on if we have the inner city schools in every community, what does it mean? Is it just school? Have you seen the videos of the inner city? Do you see how those children literally walk the word every day? They pray every day in school. They confess the word every day. They say that I am smart. They say that I am a success. 
Imagine the kind, the mindset of the children that would be in all the communities of the world. Then suddenly, imagine also the caliber of families, because we don't just pick the children, put them in the school and leave them. We reach out to their families. We bring them into church. We have um, entrepreneurship development programs for them where they are empowered. So what it means is that the inner city school in every community is Christ embassy in every community, is the gospel in every community. So the school is a means to an end. It is to establish righteousness in the communities. Brothers and sisters, do it at all costs. Let your life show for the glory of God. Refuse to be poor in 2023. Refuse to be small. Refuse to be quiet. Be big for God. I go big for God. I'm determined to be big for God. I'm determined that if it takes just me, I will do exploits this year. It's not about the awards. It's not about the news. It's about the fact that righteousness will be established. Grassroots righteousness. That's what I call it in every home. Because every community is made up of homes and families. If we can penetrate the communities with the school, we'll penetrate it with the church. We'll penetrate it with the gospel. We'll take up. So you see that winning the whole world is possible with our works of righteousness, with our fruits of righteousness. We are the planting of the Lord. We are the ones planted in those communities and we are established of our God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I hand over to Pastor Inye at this moment. I'll be back much later. Thank you for your time. God bless you. Thank you. I for the Rhapsody of Friday segment. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone depending on where you are connecting from. We are going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion, and I'll start with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities. 2 Corinthians 5.21, For he had made him to be seen for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Philippians 1.9, And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge, and depths of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruits of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Proverbs 10, 13, the fruit of the righteousness is a tree of life and whoever captures souls is wise. Glory to God. Let's take the confession together. I am the righteous. I flourish like a palm tree and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. I'm planted in the house of the Lord and I flourish in the courts of our God. I produce fruits and works of righteousness. My life is a testimony of God's glory and grace. His beauty is expressed through me. This is my heritage in Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. And we are still in the book of Matthew.
Praise the Lord. Matthew chapter 8. Caption, the madmen and the pigs. They landed in the country of the Gadarenes and were met by two madmen, victims of demons, coming out of the cemetery. The men had terrorized the region for so long that no one considered it safe to walk down the stretch of road anymore. Seeing Jesus, the madmen screamed out, what business do you have given us a hard time? You are the son of God. You weren't supposed to show up here yet. Off in a distance, a head of pigs was grazing and rooting. The evil spirits begged Jesus, if you kick us out of this men, let us live in the pigs. Jesus said, go ahead, they get out of here. Grace the pigs. Grace the pigs stampeded over a cliff into the sea and drowned. Scared to death, the swine heads butted. They told everyone back in town what had happened to the madmen and the pigs. Those who heard about it were angry about the drowned pigs. A mob formed and demanded that Jesus get out and not come back. Praise the Lord. Chapter 9. Caption, who needs a doctor? Back in the boat, Jesus and the disciples would cross the sea to Jesus' hometown. They were hardly out of the boat when some men carried a paraplegic on the stretcher and set him down in front of them. Jesus, impressed by their bold belief, said to the paraplegic, Cherub's son, I forgive your sins. Some religious scholars whispered, why? That's blasphemy. Jesus knew what they were thinking and said, why this gossipy whispering? Which do you think is simpler? To say, I forgive your sins or get up and walk? Well, just so it's clear that I'm the son of man and authorized to do either or both. At this, he turned to the paraplegic and said, get up, take your bed and go home. And the man did it. The crowd was awestruck, amazed, and pleased that God has authorized Jesus to walk among them this way. Passing along, Jesus met a man at his work collecting taxes. His name was Matthew. Jesus said, come along with me, Matthew. Come, sorry, come along with me. Matthew stood up and followed him. Later, when Jesus was eating supper at Matthew's house with his close followers, a lot of disreputable characters came and joined them. When the Pharisees saw him keeping this kind of company, they had a fit and listened to Jesus' followers. What kind of example is this from your teacher, acting cozy with crooks and misfits? Jesus, overhearing, Shot back, who needs a doctor, the healthy or the sick? Go figure out what this scripture means. I'm after mercy, not religion. I'm here to invite outsiders, not cordial insiders. Caption, kingdom come. A little later, John's followers approached asking, why is it that we have, we and the Pharisees, Vigorously disciplined body 
and spirit by fasting, but your followers don't. Jesus told them, when you are celebrating a wedding, you don't skip on the cake and the wine. You feast. Later, you may need to exercise moderation, but not now. No one throws cold water on a friendly bonfire. This is kingdom come. He went on. No one cuts up a fine silk scarf to patch old work clothes. You want fabrics that match and you don't put your wine in cracked bottles. Praise the Lord. This comes to the end of today's New Testament reading. Thank you, esteemed Stamaka, for this opportunity. Do have a prolific day, everyone. God bless you. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segment of our one-year Bible reading plan. A big thank you to esteemed Sister Amaka for this amazing opportunity. Thank you, Pastor Onyenye, for that soothing read. Thank you so much. So, we are reading Genesis 27 and 28 this morning, the message translation. When Isaac had become an old man and was nearly blind, he called his eldest son, Esau, and said, my son, yes, father, <clears throat> I'm an old man, he said. I might die any day now. Do me a favor. Get your quiver of arrows and your bow and go out in the country and hunt me some game. Then fix me a hearty meal, the kind that you know I like, and bring it to me to eat so that I can give you my personal blessing before I die. Hmm. Rebecca was eavesdropping as Isaac spoke to his son, Esau. As soon as Esau had gone off to the country to hunt game for his father, Rebecca spoke to her son, Jacob. I just overheard your father talking with your brother, Esau. He said, bring me some game and fix me a hearty meal so that I can eat and bless you with God's blessing before I die. Now, my son, listen to me. Do what I tell you. Go to the flock and get me two young goats. Pick the best. I'll prepare them into a hearty meal, the kind that your father loves. Then you will take it to your father. He will eat and bless you before he dies. But mother, Jacob said, my brother Esau is a hairy man and I have, and I have smooth skin. What happens if my father touches me? He will think, I'm playing games with him. I'll bring down a curse on myself instead of a blessing. You see, I, I, I like Jacob. Jacob understands the significance of this moment. Unlike Esau that didn't care to relinquish his birthright because of food. Verse 13. <clears throat> if it comes to that, said his mother, I'll take the curse on myself. Now, just do what I say. Go and get the gods. So he went and got them and brought them to his mother. And she cooked a hearty meal, the kind his father loved so much. Rebecca took the dress-up clothes of her older son, Esau, and put them on her younger son, Jacob. She took the goat skins and covered his hands and the smooth nape 
of his neck. Then she placed the hearty meal she had fixed and fresh bread she had baked into the hands of her son Jacob. He went to his father and said, my father, yes, he said, which son are you? Jacob answered his father, I'm your firstborn, he said. I did what you told me. Come now, sit up and eat of my game so you can give me your personal blessing. Esau said, so soon? And Isaac said, so soon? How did you get it so quickly? Because your God cleared the way for me. Glory to Verse 21 says, Isaac said, come close, son. Let me touch you. Are you really my son, Esau? So Jacob moved close to his father, Isaac. Isaac felt him and said, the voice is Jacob's voice, but his hands are the hands of Esau. He didn't recognize him because his hands were hairy like his brother Esau's. But as he was about to bless him, he pressed him. <laughs> are you sure you are my son, Esau? Yes, I am, Isaac. Isaac said, bring the food so I can eat of my son's game and give you my personal blessing. Jacob brought it to him and he ate. He also brought him wine and he drank. And Isaac said, come close son, and kiss him. Came close and kissed him. And Isaac smelled the smell of his clothes. Finally, he blessed him. Ah, the smell of my son is like the smell of the open country blessed by God. Look at it again. Words. May God give you the heavens due. And it's bounty of grain and wine. May people serve you and nations honor you. Amen. You will master your brothers and your mother's sons will honor you. Those who curse you will be cursed. Those who bless you will be blessed. And then right after Isaac had blessed Jacob and Jacob had left, Esau showed up from the hunt. He also had prepared a hearty meal. Came to his father and said, let my father get up and eat of his son's game that he may give me his personal blessing. His father Isaac said, and who are you? I'm your son, your firstborn Esau. Hey, this is the part I love so much. Isaac started to tremble, shaking violently. He said, then who hunted game and brought it to me? I finished the meal just now before you walked in and I blessed him. He is blessed for good, meaning it cannot be reversed. Ah! He saw hearing his father's words sob violently and most bitterly and cried to his father, my father, can't you also bless me? Your brother, he said, came here falsely and took your blessing. Kaya, Esau said, not for nothing was he named Jacob the heel. Twice now he has tricked me. First he took my birthright, and now he has taken my blessing. He begged, haven't you kept back any blessing for me? Is Isaac answered, Isaac answered his son, I have made him your master. And all his brothers, his servants are lavished grain and wine on him. How did he do it with words? I have given it all away. What's left for you, my son? But don't you just have one blessing for me, Father? Even if it's just one. Oh, bless me, Father. Bless me. He so sobbed inconsolably. Isaac said to him, You will live far from earth's bounty, remote from heaven's dew. 
You will live by your sword, hand to mouth, and you will serve your brother. But when you can't take it anymore, you will break loose and run free. He saw seething anger against Jacob because of the blessing his father had given him. He brooded. The time is the time for mourning. My father's death is close, and then I'll kill my brother Jacob. When these words of her older son Esau were reported to Rebecca, he called her younger younger son Jacob and said, hey, "Your brother Esau is plotting vengeance against you. He's going to kill you, son. Listen to me. Get out of here. Run for your life to Haran." My, to my brother Laban, live with him for a while until your brother cools down, until his anger subsides and he forgets what you did to him. I will then send for you and bring you back. Why should I lose both of you the same day? Rebecca spoke to Isaac. I'm sick to death of these Hittite women. If Jacob also marries a native Hittite woman, why leave? Mm. I was her, her alibi. To allow Jacob leave. So Isaac called in um, Jacob. Brother John, just a second. So um, towards the end of the meeting, I would give um, a background explanation as to what happened in chapter 27. They are setting underlining principles to what happened. Um, you might think that, oh, it was favoritism from the mother. You might think that, oh, Jacob um, deceived his brother. Did he really deceive his brother? There are certain things that transpired before this chapter, and there were certain spiritual principles that were on the background of this journey. I'll explain to you because it's important for us to know so that you understand um, you, you understand the, the, the voice of correction that often comes to us and inspired by the word. It's so that what happened to Esau does not happen to you as a Christian because it has happened to many people and it is happening every day where they are losing their place of blessing because of, I'll talk about it at the end of the meeting. You can go ahead, esteemed Brother John. Thank you so much. Okay, <clears throat> Genesis 28. So Isaac called in Jacob and blessed him. Then he ordered him, don't take a Canaanite wife, leave at once, go to Padan Aram, to the family of your mother's father, Bethuel, get a wife for yourself from the daughters of your uncle Laban. And may the strong God bless you and give you many, many children, a congregation of peoples, and pass on the blessing of Abraham to you and your descendants. <laughs> you still blessing the guy. <laughs> so that you will get this land in which you live, this land God gave Abraham. Verse 5. So Isaac sent Jacob off. He went to Padan Aram to Laban son of Bethel, the Aramean, the brother of Rebekah, who was the mother of Jacob and Esau. Esau learned that Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him to Padan Aram to get a wife there. And while blessing him, commanded, don't marry a Canaanite woman. And that Jacob had obeyed his parents and gone to Padan Aram. When Esau realized how deeply his father Isaac disliked a Canaanite woman, he went to Ishmael and married Malah, the sister of Nebuchadnezzar. Nebaioth and daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's. This was in addition to the wives he already had. Oh, precious Lord. Jacob left Beersheba and went to Haran. He came to a certain place and camped for the night since the sun had set. He took one of the stones there 
set it under his head and lay down to sleep. And he dreamed. A stairway was set on the ground and it reached all the way to the sky. Angels of God were going up and going down on it. Then God was right before him saying, I am God, the God of, of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. I'm giving you the ground on which you, now, you are sleeping to you and to your descendants. Your descendants will be as the dust of the earth. They will stretch from west to east and from north to south. All the families of the earth will bless themselves in you and your descendants. Yes, I'll stay with you. I'll protect you wherever you go. And I'll bring you back to this very ground. I'll stick with you until I've done everything I promised you. Jacob woke up from his sleep. He said, God is in this place, truly. And I didn't even know it. He was terrified. He whispered in awe, incredible, wonderful, holy. This is God's house. This is the gate of heaven. Jacob was up first thing in the morning. He took the stone he had used for his pillow and stood it up as a memorial pillar and poured oil over it. He christened the place Bethel, God's house. The name of the town had been loose until then. Jacob vowed a vow. If God stands by me and protects me on this journey on which I'm setting out, keeps me in food and clothing and brings me back in one piece to my father's house, this God will be my God. This stone that I have set up as a memorial pillar will mark this as a place where God lives. And everything you give me, I will return it thanks to you. Praise God forevermore. Thank you very much, everyone. And I hand over to Steve Brown. Thank you so much, Estimbara John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the Estimbara Maka for this wonderful privilege to take us through the communion. Praise God. You know, every day in this place, we hear Estimbara Maka admonish us, correct us, instruct us on certain spiritual principles. Sometimes some people get angry and leave. Sometimes some people assume that they have been spoken to. But if you have been spoken to, then it means you should repent. You should change. The Bible says today in, in the scripture reading we read, he said, Esau sought for it in tears. He sobbed and cried unconsolable. But a blessing had passed him. As we take today's communion, be conscious of the fact that you are a blessed man. You are blessed and you have the blessing. Don't take your blessing for granted. Don't take your position in God for granted. The Bible says he called us out of darkness into his marvelous perpetual light and made us the light of the world. That you are the light of the world is too important for you not to recognize that you glow, you glitter, you are the glory of God. You shine everywhere you go. You are significant. You are important. You are the preferred. You're the first. You're the best everywhere you go. Be conscious of it. And this consciousness, it doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter. They will conform to it because you are blessed. Some people might have said, how can they bring an Egyptian, an, an Israeli or a Jew from nowhere to become the prime minister in, in, um, in the foreign land in Egypt? It doesn't matter. The kings, according to the king's decree, 
He is the prime minister. Nobody stops it. According to God's decree, you are blessed. No one can change it. They have to conform. They have to comply. Be conscious of it. Be conscious. Be conscious. Praise God forevermore. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus. Glory to God. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. These two in remembrance of me. Lord, we thank you. You reign and forever you're the same. You are God and you are God alone. You bless and you, don't, you do not refrain from blessing. And it shall be said of us that this one, that one, this man, this woman, this brother, this sister is the one that God has blessed. And because your blessing is upon us, we are unstoppable. We make progress. We move forward. We advance by the power of the Holy Ghost. Prolific us is what the world see. Unstoppable us. And like that plant, the society, we glow. We glow. We are a beauty to behold. And many come to God through us because they come to see the brightness of our rising every day. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Praise God. After the same manner, also he took the cup when he has stopped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This is the year as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you too show the Lord's death till he come. As Pacadilla cross of Radali and Dish. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for everyone in this house. For everyone in this house. You have made us kings and priests unto you. We are royal priesthood. We are that peculiar people, a peculiar people. A nation of kings and priests. And as we have come this day to offer that sacrifice of praise unto you, worship, to hear your word and to be instructed by your spirits. Lord, we thank you for your wisdom is at work in us. For the wisdom that cometh from the instructions we hear this place. Sets us on a course and will not deviate from it. Or will walk steadfastly by your spirit. Our eyes are set as a flint on you, O God. And we look unto you, Christ. For you are the author and finisher of our faith. Yes, Lord, we thank you for our faith. is strengthened, strengthened every day as we hear your word. And we walk in the light and the guidance of your word. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We do not care. We do not falter in our steps. In the name of the Lord Jesus, this year, the prolific us is what the world sees. And yes, on the short thing, we are prolific in all. Thank you, Father. Go ahead and take the cup now, brothers and sisters.
Oshaka Baradina Kroski from Nomrotorius, this Kenny got active as Alabadia. Loja Loja Kapunda Kodi Party, yes, this Vrogadi, Vrogadi, Tepa Katepa Katekis, Akam the Kodi Bandi. Glory to God forevermore. Glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the Steam Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. Thank you so much, Ma, for the glorious opportunity every day. Praise God forevermore. At this point, I can only ask if anyone's birthday, if today is your birthday, today is your wedding anniversary, or there is something you are celebrating, please quickly come to the chat room. Tell us what it is you are celebrating. And if today is your first time of joining us on this global platform, please quickly come to the chat room. Tell us your name, where you are connected from, and who invited you. Praise God. If today is your birthday, today is your anniversary, or there is somebody you are celebrating, please quickly come to the chat room. Ask Adila Koikadi as the Librodoria, Ponsa Ponsa Didi has this Kiki, Takida Hakadoria. Praise God. From Sister Lenica, where today is my sister's birthday. Her name is Olua Fumbi. Happy birthday to your elder sister. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Shagabara Gadori and Galunda Kori Praglish to Paradi. Bed days, bed days, bed days, bed days. Cast at the Kapung, Lafrag Ladosh at the Paradis, Alamuntos, Cardilla. Oh, you're joining us for the first time today. Okay. Thank you so much, Ma. Over to you, Ma. Thank you so much, esteemed brother Martins. Thank you very much. Um, so, if you're joining for the first time, we would like you to post your full name where you are connected from and who invited you. Praise God. While um, that is coming up, I'd like to say a few things. First and foremost, um, I would like to be addressed as Sister Maka and nothing else in this platform. Please don't address me as esteemed Ma. Don't address me as um, mom. Don't address me as mama. Don't address me as anything else. Address me as Sister Amaka. If you want to add esteemed, add esteemed to the Sister Amaka, then it is fine. But my name is Sister Amaka, and I will want to be called that name. The Holy Spirit has not named me otherwise. So don't call me a name that has not been called me by the Spirit of God. I'm also not a pastor, so don't call me Pastor Amaka. I was not ordained a pastor. My name is Sister Amaka, and let it be so. Please, I would like that correction effected immediately on all platforms. And this is very spiritual. Secondly, I want to say that I've said it before here. This is not a church. This is not a ministry. This is a devotion where friends meet to inspire each other and stand strong till the rapture. If you are in our Telegram group, it has a description on it. Please, you can go there and read it. We're very clear about the intention of the group. We're very clear about why the group was set up. We are very clear about what inspired by the word stands for. 
So even when I pray over the tithes, which some of us have been tithing from the 1st of August, I say that your tithe goes to your church. <clears throat> Yesterday when pastor was ministering, he talked about the office of the priest and he talked about how that the priest was ordained to, to, to offer sacrifices. So we take our tithes, our offerings to our churches because we have a priest there that blesses it. We have a priest that receives it. There is an altar there for it. I was not ordained as such. And that is why this is not a church. So I don't receive tithes. I don't receive offerings. I remember last year, February, when um, words were going around about me collecting money from people because some people were trying to put money together to, to give me a seed to say thank you for something I did for them. I knew nothing about it, first and foremost. But you see, so that those who come to spy out our liberty and use it as a reason to accuse us are silenced. I thought to talk about it today. Anyone who knows me, my leadership journey, I'm not after anybody's money. I don't encourage seeds. I would not manipulate you into giving me a seed. And I say that with all humility. There are certain things that are not a part of my character. I will not reach out to you to borrow me money. So if anybody buzzes you in my name and say, borrow, please borrow us money or please give a seed. There are those on this platform who give for our Zoom. Before many of you thought about giving, I've been the one personally sponsoring the Zoom platform and I never called for giving. If there are any people that have rebuked for not giving for the Zoom, it was the co-host and they are my brothers and my sisters. And I, and I, and I, I rebuked them for not, for not giving because both all of us cannot be ministering on this platform and their money does not count in it. They are the only ones that I've had to rebuke about it. And that is because those are the leaders in this house. The members who today are giving for Zoom thought it wise that I cannot be on a platform. Every day they are ministering to me. I want my seed to connect. And it's not even a seed. It's a giving for your blessing. After all, you connect here every day and you are blessed. But I'm just trying to tell you that you give, you don't give. We have never come and tell you that, brothers and sisters, from next week, the devotion will not hold again because we don't have money for Zoom. For months, I was paying for it. I'm not that kind of person. There are certain things you can't add to my character. I'm, I'm very, very intentional about who I project myself to be. I'm intentional about it because I understand today's rhapsody. The planting of the Lord that should bring praise and glory to God's name. I'm intentional about bringing praise and glory to God. I don't want to give somebody an opportunity to spite the name of my God. I jealously guard my God. You know, um, Jesus entered the house of God in Bible days. He entered the synagogue and he found that in the temple, there were a lot of them who will not call them Christians because they had not become Christians. Christians were a product of the new creation. So there were Jews 
born again. They are not born again Jews. What words do I want to use? Anyways, they were God's children. In the temple, they were selling. They were selling. And Jesus took whips. Your merciful Jesus, our calm Jesus, our peaceful Jesus, he carried Cain and flogged them out of the temple. And he told them, my father's house will be a house of prayer. So some of you think that Amarak is hard. I'm like Jesus, I'm passionate about my father's house. I'm passionate about spiritual things. There are some things we will not tolerate and we'll talk about it, whether you like it or not. You think, you think people like that Jesus took whip and flogged some people? He flogged them out of the place. He was that passionate as one man. He said, I won't take this in my father's house. And that's why I tell some of you leaders, you'll be raising carnal Christians. We, you, we, 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 if you come to your cell meeting, 10 of your ladies are indecently dressed and you cannot talk. You are not like Jesus. There were certain things that Jesus was not quiet about. But the problem is that most of you leaders are also indecently dressed. Anyways, that was the past. Because this matter, God has corrected it again and again. I said I was going to talk about Esau. But I'm asking, quickly go to Genesis 25. Genesis 25, 21, from verse 21, message translation. I want to show you the character of Esau. I want to show you how he lost the blessing. Jacob did not dupe him of the blessing. I want to show you where it started from. So that when God is telling you, correcting you, I want somebody to check up the word profane. Profane and profanity. Check it up and post it on the chat room. Rebecca made a statement at the end of the 27th chapter. I want you to see the character of Esau and why he lost the blessing. So he said, as he prayed hard to God for his wife because she was barren, God answered his prayer and Rebecca became pregnant. Let me quickly pray for this birthday celebrants. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for our birthday celebrants today. Malatosi, Fakaya, Dakosi, I bless them. I bless them. I bless them with the dew of heaven. I bless them with wealth and with plenty. I bless them with wealth. They are wealthy with people. They are wealthy with resources, financial and material resources. In the name of the Lord Jesus, they are blessed and the blessing is working. The blessing is obvious. The blessing is evident in their lives. Even today, today, the blessing produces results in them. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, thank you for all of our First timers. Oh, Salabaya. Thank you for Damaris. Eh? For Damaris. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Damaris from Dubai. Thank you for Obrina from Namibia. Thank you for Oster Precious from Oweri. Thank you for Eric from Nigeria. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for Elina. Malasoto parateke vasita kabaya. Ragabaya soto kofaya. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It is well with them, spirit, soul, and body. These ones are not of them who are profane. These are of them who treat spiritual things as spiritual. These are of them who walk 
walking wisdom and do not make foolish decisions. Father, thank you. Your wisdom runs its full course in them. You brought them to this house. Your word is able to keep them. You said you are able to keep them from falling. I pray for them. They will not fall. They will be standing by the rapture. They will be standing. They will make the first flight. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the word of God inspires them. They are easily persuaded by the word. They are cultured by the word. They are helped by the word. Continually, they are submissive to the guidance of the and the help of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Lord, I pray over the tight for those who have been tightened every day from the 1st of August. Maleke Basoto, Rakabaya, Silabayada, Rabababaya, Shalafaya Takaya. Today, one day, 164. Father, I bless every tighter in the house. Oh, as we send our tithes to our churches, the blessings of the tighter is upon us. The blessings of the tithe is upon us. Yes. Yes, the words that have been declared in the scripture concerning the title, we are partakers of those blessings. Yes, a blessing wherein there is not enough room to contain. Oh, this January, this January, many say January is tight. Many say, you know, we've just come from spending money on, from Christmas. January is always tight. Oh, you know, January, there's school fees to pay. There's rent to pay, there's this. But I cause abundance in the house of the title. Abundance. They have more than enough funds to persecute all their dreams, to meet all their wants because you have already supplied the needs. They dwell in the realms of abundance in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. It is so in the name of the Lord Jesus. Profane, not relating to that which is sacred or religious. Profane is secular. People are hearing secular songs. Secular songs. Ah, but it's inspiring now. Secular songs, profane, profane. Profane means not respectful of religious practice. Irreverence, ungodly, godless, impious, disrespectful, irreligious, unbelieving, idolatrous, idolatrous. Profane, to treat something sac sacred with abuse, irreverence or contempt to desecrate, to debase by a wrong, unworthy, or vulgar use. I want to show you. Look at the screen. Isaac prayed hard to God for his wife before she, because she was barren. God answered his prayer and Rebecca became pregnant. But the children tumbled and kicked inside her so much that she said, if this is the way it's going to be, why go on living? There was a fight in the womb. As a child, Jacob was already beating his brother inside the womb. You know, sometimes you will slap your younger brother, you say, have sense. You will hit your younger sister, you say, have sense. From the womb, Jacob was already fighting with Esau. She went to, fight to God to find out what was going on. I'm reading from Genesis 25 from verse 21. Two nations are in your womb, two peoples, butting heads while still in your body. One people will overpower the other and the older will serve the younger. When her time to give birth came, sure enough, sure enough, he said they were twins in her womb. Now go to the bottom. Twenty-nine. One day, Joseph Jacob was cooking a stew. Esau came in from the field, starved. 
Esau said to Jacob, give me some of that red stew, I'm starved. That's how it came to be called Edom Red. Jacob said, make me a trade. Make me a trade. My stew for your rights as the firstborn. Esau said, I'm starving. What good is a birthright if I'm dead? Jacob said, first swear to me, and he did it. On oath, Esau traded away his rights as the firstborn. Jacob gave him bread and the stew of lentils. He ate and drank, got up and left. That's how Esau shrugged off. Look at the word, shrugged off his rights as the firstborn. This is a, this see, you know that there are certain things that are out of ignorance. There are certain things that are out of the lack of wisdom and the presence of profanity. In the Abrahamic, Abrahamic lineage, the first son got the birthright. Sorry, the first son got the blessing. These children had been raised to know that what separates you from the whole world was the blessing. This was the blessing that, that, that brought friendship between God and man. Abraham was called God's friend. If you go to Genesis 12, he said, I have blessed you and I've made you a blessing. Through you, all the nations of the earth was going to be blessed. Abraham carried the responsibility for the blessing of the whole world. It was too important. It was beyond him. If, if Abraham behaved anyhow, the world might not be blessed. I refuse to live my life anyhow because I understand that there are many destinies that are connected to me. I know. I'm the seed of Abraham. There are people that must, their, their, their blessing will come through Amarak. Their blessing will come through me. I understand it. Esau was, was that seed. He was just two, two generations after Abraham. He was not far. So he had been taught. He knew about the blessing. But he treated it as though it was not important. Are you the one that treats Christianity as though it's not important? Are you the one we are talking about certain things that we do in ministry? You say, now that one we go chop. I bet put Christianity aside. Are you that one? Why did Jacob ask for the blessed, ask for the firstborn rights? Jacob understood the value of the blessing. And he had looked at his brother. He said, no, this guy is too profane. The blessing should not go to him, brother. Martin, go to chapter 27. Go to the last part of chapter 27. The very last part. I want you to see what Rebecca said. We read it today. Rebecca said something there. Rebecca said something. Verse 46. Rebecca spoke to Isaac. I am sick to death of these Hittite women. If Jacob also marries a native Hittite, why live? Esau had gotten married and he married without consideration to the blessing. Oh, Sakalabagai. He married from a people that God told him not, told his lineage, told the children of Israel. He said, don't have anything to do with them. He told them, he said, don't do business with them. Don't do business with them. Do you know what marriage is? 
Marriage means there's going to be a blood covenant. If you are not supposed to do business with them, is it going to a blood covenant with them? Esau knew these things, but he went out about. You will see in, in some other places, you will say Esau loved many strange women. They love many strange women. When I talk to our sisters here, you go and import a brother into the church, a worldly brother who has no respect for your pastor because you want to marry him. You are working on a brother to marry him. You are like Esau. You are like Esau and you are treading on a dangerous path. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time it will show. You are threading on dangerous path. You are a brother. You go and bring a worldly sister out of the world. You met her in the club. How you even went to the club. How a Christian goes to the club shows us the spirit of Esau. Profanity. The children of God are not found in clubs. Because clubs don't do the right thing. Clubs don't glorify God. He said we are trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord that we may bring praise and glory unto him. Clubs don't bring glory to God. In clubs, they drink. They drink. In clubs, they take drugs. In clubs, they dance profanely. They, they dance ungodly. They, they do what, you know, and Moses had been with God for many, for many days. And the Bible says that the children of Israel met Aaron and said, this man that brought us here, we don't know what has happened to him. He said, give us another God. And um, 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 Aaron asked them to bring um, different jewelries of gold and then he made a gold calf and he said this is your God that brought you out of, out of, out of Egypt and the Bible said and the children of Israel rose up to play ah ah the word play you think it is play do you think God Ah, sometimes I read the Bible, I cry. How did the children of Israel get this far? There are children here, there are some things I cannot say. But go and find out what he meant to rose up, what he meant when he said rose up to play. They rose up to play in the presence of God. They rose up to satisfy their lust in the presence of God. And I know many of us who have made different things gods in our house, gods in our lives, the brother you brought into church to marry is now your God. The sister you brought into church to marry is now your God. Your boss in the office is now your God. He threatens you not to go to church or you lose your job. And you don't look him in the face and say, boss, I will walk out of this job and for daring to threaten me as a Christian. Ah, ah, there are some threats I would not take. Ah, yeah, ah, yeah. You can insult me. You can talk about me. You can talk about Amarak. You can say anything you want to say. You can call me names. But don't bring your threat close to my God. I will deal with you. Profane. Jacob had looked. He said, oh God. I'm sure in his own personal times, he was wondering, would the blessings go to this profane brother? And he made a trade. He knew that he, ne he needed to get it spiritually. Else he cannot get it physically. So that day when he so asked for food, he said, would you give me your right as the firstborn? And because of food, are you that person that because of food, he said, I want to go put food for my table. Because of food, you will trade spiritual verities. 
because of money, because you want to keep your job. I would rather starve. I would rather lose a job and starve than compromise my Christianity. There is a God in heaven. My salary is not my source. My boss is not my source. My God has ways, multiple channels to meet my needs other than my salary. If there's no job, I will still be a Christian and I will trust my God to carry me through. So Jacob got the right of the firstborn. Rebecca herself had seen that, no, I will be a guardian. It might look like there was favoritism. Yes, there was. But Rebecca also wanted to protect the Abrahamic lineage, the Abrahamic covenant. Look at our world today. Look at the worldliness that crept into the church. There was somebody in some generation that did not guard the Abrahamic lineage like Rebecca did. There was somebody who, who was raising profane children in the church, did not do nothing about it. Then suddenly, we came about a church where many were profane. Thank God for COVID-19 that shook us back to order by the man of God, Pastor Chris. Have you not observed that you can literally not find one decent bride? I stopped looking at my WhatsApp status. I no longer take delight in it. When they say birthday shoot, when they say pre-wedding shoot, when they say somebody has gotten married and people are putting up the pictures to congratulate them, I lost the desire to look at my WhatsApp status. I lost it. Because I will see my sister in church. Of all days, she, she chose her wedding day to be profane in her dressing, to be very ungodly, indecent, in unspiritual with her dressing. That is the day she will show her bust. That is the day she will manifest the fruits that are in her. The Bible says, by their fruits, we shall know them, not by their gifts. I'm not moved by your prophesying. It's beautiful. I'm not moved by your ability to pray over the sick and they are healed. Every Christian can do it. The Bible tells us so, that you are able to do it. You are just living that life. I'm moved by the fruits of your life because it is the fruits that the world will see and say, these ones are Christians. The word Christian came about in Antioch. They saw that these people are behaving like Jesus. Can people say that you behave like Jesus? Somebody said, what would Jesus do? WWJD, I remember then as a teenager, we'll go to clubs, they'll give us those ankle, ankle wristbands. WWJD, what would Jesus do? How would Jesus dress? If Jesus were a bride, how would he dress? If Jesus were getting married, what kind of music would they play at his wedding? You seem to forget that you represent Jesus. Fruits don't fall far from the tree. Some of us are our own gods. We worship ourselves more than we worship Christ. We don't stand for Christ. It shows, it shows if you stand for God or if you stand for yourself. Brides! You, they are supposed to be brides. I thought it was God that was giving them out in marriage. We give them out in marriage in the church. They go to the reception to honor the devil. All the songs they play are songs that were dedicated to devils. They dance to it. Many Christian marriages facing troubles. It started on the marriage day. They dedicated the marriage life to the devil. They did not realize it. You gave the devil the first access to your marriage. It's not one month you're already having issues. It's not six months you're already having issues. That's where it started. That's where it started. 
I'm looking for Christians who will get married and honor God in their weddings. I lost passion to attend weddings. I'm telling you the truth. I lost it. If I don't come for your wedding, we did not join you. And these days, I want those that I've raised. I'm coming for your wedding. If you, if you, if you dishonor my father, I will reject you. Even Jesus told us that on that day, his father would deny us because we denied him. Some people think Amarak is hard, but please, I'll protect my Christianity. I'll protect this righteousness that I've received of my father. If it does not mean anything to you, it means everything to me. My life depends on it. My life depends on it. You did wedding, you, you, did, you did your birthday shots. You dress like a harlot and you put it up for us. You are sending the picture for me to put up. No, I'm not apologetic about it. Get angry that I, I did not put up your picture. I don't care anymore. If you don't care so much about protecting my father's name, I will not care about how you feel about me. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. There are some things I would not take anymore. I don't care if I'm the only one standing. I am bold to stand alone. I've come to that point where I stand alone. I know the truth and I'm, I'm okay to stand for the truth alone. And I will raise a people who want to stand by the truth. I owe you to teach you according to the scriptures because every day in this house, we read the Bible. It is God's word that we read. It is God's word that we read. You choose to repent. It's your, it's your, it's, it's, it's your business. If you choose to, to be angry, Amarak, some of you, you, you have the guts to post that Amarak shouts. You are not, you are not spiritually inclined enough to not, to not know what to say and what not to say. One day you will say it in, in your church that your pastor shouts. And then when they discipline you, you will say they hate you in your church. There are some things that should not come out of your mouth. You say it jokingly. Amarak, Amarak is shouting. It's an insult to me. I've not said this before, I'm saying it here today. And I've said it, don't call me esteemed ma, don't call me anything, Sister Maka is okay. A lot of profanity goes on in this house. We will not bring some worldliness here. It will not be taken here. And it's a daily devotion. It's not a church, at least we didn't drive you away from church. So if you feel rebuked, if you feel driven away, it's okay to go. Brother Martin, sometimes you say, Stamaka, don't say that. Now, don't say that. But sometimes I have to say it. So you know that we are not worshipping you. We're not worshipping your ego. We're not worshipping your pride. We correct you and you begin to carry face for us. And I'm talking to some, I'm, I'm talking to some people here. Because you have access to our space. Because we, we brought you close. Then you insult us for daring to correct you. No, you'll be left to yourself. Yesterday, I was listening to a message. I'm, I'm going to tell you the title if you can find it. And if you want me to share it, I'll share it. I don't think it's a message that is out there. And I don't know if I'm allowed to even share it. It's called um, um, Special Men's Rally with Pastor Chris. It held many years ago. So it's on my laptop, so I was playing it. And I wanted to hear what Pastor was telling them. And I'm going to wrap up with this. Pastor was talking about how that Solomon was raised by David. When he said wisdom is a principal thing, therefore with all thy getting, get wisdom.
wisdom. And he said, he said, wisdom is a principal thing. Get wisdom. He said, and with all that getting, get understanding. And pastor said that Solomon was actually saying what David taught him. So Solomon was quoting David in that particular scripture. Then in that message, pastor said something that got to me. Ah, I was, I, 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 you know, I froze on my chair. I paused the message. I was almost crying. You know, sometimes you hear some things, you say, Lord, I don't want to be in this space. When Solomon said, I was my father's son. Did you think of for once what he was saying? Because he was not talking about biology. He was not talking about biological birth because he was really David's son, biological, biologically. When he said I was my father's son, he was not saying that it was my father that gave birth to me. He was saying that I was the son that my father adopted, that my, that my father held close and said, this one will not get it wrong. I will train this one in the way of the Lord. I will correct him. I will rebuke him. I would ensure he gets it right. So he taught Solomon, Solomon, my son, wisdom is the principal thing. Solomon, my son, go for wisdom, go for wisdom. And in all that getting, get the understanding on how to maximize wisdom, how to function in wisdom, how to speak wisdom, understand the wisdom that you get so that you can use it. Solomon was telling us, why when he gave those 1,000 offerings, when God showed up in his room, Solomon was making us understand why what he asked God for was wisdom. You know, when we say prayer points, from the prayer points that many people have, we know what is most priority. Solomon had an opportunity for one prayer point. What he asked for, for was wisdom. I don't say next time when we say, what do you want us to pray about? Please, I want wisdom. No, wisdom has been given to you in Christ. You don't need it anymore. You do, it's not a prayer point. So in the message, Pastor now said, he now referred to Adonijah. Adonijah is one of the sons of David. And Pastor said some things that made me tremble. He said Adonijah was left to himself. Adonijah would behave anyhow, David would not say anything. Adonijah would misbehave, David would say nothing. I say unto you, house, blessed are you that you have somebody that can correct you. Blessed are you that the Lord can see through the word and bring you correction. There are many. There are many. Ah, you know, in my leadership journey, I've pastored, I've, I've led many people. Some of them are 40 and above. I'm not yet 40. Some of them are 50 and above. And sometimes in counseling someone, the person is crying. He says, Sister Maka, I wish my parents told me this when I was growing up. I wish somebody told me. Yes, my mom was trying to correct me, but I wish she was firmer. I wish she stood her ground. I wish she even slapped me. I wish she stood her ground. You know, some of you, your parents will talk to you. You will walk out on them. Mommy cannot do anything. Mommy cannot slap you. Mommy is not, mommy doesn't have that, that, that forceful character to go after you and pull you and give you a slap. Blessed are you if you have a mother that can slap you and bring your, and reset your head out of that madness and that foolishness. Blessed are you. So if God brings us correction here, you have the guts to say, Sister Makai is shouting. The next time I see that on any chat room, We're getting closer to the rapture. We guard what we have. 
And if you choose to be profane, we will not allow it. And I will not hesitate to relieve. I keep my words back. Father, thank you for a great devotion. And thank you for we are people you are raising in the word. We are inspired by the word. We are cultured by the word. Our traditions, our habits, our character, attitude, everything is powered by the word. It is the word of the word. Satan cometh, the God of this world, he has nothing in us. Everything about us, we are full of God. We are full of God. And every day we get filled with the Spirit again and again. We are powered by the Holy Ghost. We are inspired by your word. That's why, our, that's what's our name. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. I pray for everyone in this house that the spirit of Esau will find no accommodation in anyone here. We are the ones that are given to spiritual instruction. We are the ones that treat life as it is, spiritual in every way. We are not profane. Profanity has no expression in us. Profanity has no expression through us. Profanity has no expression by us. We are trees of righteousness, the plantings of the Lord, bringing praise and glory to God. You are the only God we have. Man is not our God. Woman is not our God. Money is not our God. Our jobs are not, are not our gods. Oh, Salabara they gave us shataya. We stand strong till the rapture. We don't waver, we don't care, we don't give in, we don't give up. We are strong in the Lord and in the power of your might. Thank you, Father. Our Father and our God, we love you, we love you. We submit ourselves to be raised by you, to be trained by you. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord, we love you. With all our lives, we love you. Gone are the days of errors. Gone are the days when we took things for granted. Gone are the days when we didn't bring glory to you. But now we commit our lives to bringing praise and glory to you. Thank you, Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Praise God. Thank you so much for the time. I took an extra 15 minutes and I'm really sorry, but um, the Lord is raising us. The Lord is raising us. Uh, you know, um, in if in, in um, uh, there are some things I'm not allowed to say, but time will tell. Time will tell that it was God all along the way. I want us to unmute our mics and share the benediction <laughs> and the grace of our Lord Jesus. Jesus Christ. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive.